You're listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast, with your host Danny and Kaylee. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 30 for Zap Night. Wow. I'm your host Danny. And I'm your co-host Kaylee. Today we are talking about Disney's Donald Duck going quackers. It made me quackers. It did. It made me pretty quackers too. So this episode is kind of a in-between episode while we're playing Harvest Moon. So all of our Harvest Moon stuff is up on our YouTube channel. Well, all of my Harvest Moon stuff. Before I start, I wanted to talk about um, a few changes that we're working on for the for the podcast and the website and all things Zap Night related. First off, check out our awesome shirts. Yay, if you're interested in an Zap awesome Night. Zap Night shirt, um, send us a message and we will see if we can get you hooked up. If you're listening to this through a podcast uh, page, go to our YouTube channel and see us live. We do all of our podcasts live now through um, YouTube. So check that out. You can see our awesome shirts. I got a Zap Night mug also. How amazing it's is so that? It's so cute. It's so cool. So uh, if you guys are interested in some of our awesome Zap Night merch, just let us know. Uh, right now, we don't have anything like a shop or anything yet. We're kind of thinking about throwing some stuff on Facebook, but we'll see. We haven't made any official plans, mm-hmm. but um, we definitely would hook somebody up with whatever we've got currently, uh, whether it be our, the mug or the shirt. Um, we've got some magnets and stickers and stuff that we can send, you know, as a we plus. We have stickers? We have stickers. Well, like Aww. the uh, bumper sticker oh, yeah, vinyl yeah. decal stuff. So, uh, yeah. So if that's something that you're interested in, let us know. Um, the, the Twitch streams currently have a brand new mic. I dropped a little bit of money on it (laughs) enough to make it sound a little bit better. Uh, so hopefully that will help out (laughs) our streams a little bit more. I know we used to use the mic, the mics that we use for the podcast, but, um, I moved the podcast room around for the video stuff. So it's a little more difficult to move things around for the podcast versus the streaming. So sure. I wanted to get a brand new mic. So we'll see how well the mic works out. We might even switch to the mic full, the the new mic full time. But again, testing phases, we're working on it. So bear with us. Hopefully the streams sound better. If you haven't listened or seen any of our streams, we stream on uh, Twitch and Facebook fairly regularly, so check it out. Follow us on both of those spots, and you can see what we got going on. Um, also, go to our website where we've got everything that we've ever done, plus all the future stuff. We put updates on there, um, you know, monthly or or more, and uh, we have all of our past podcast stuff. Um, yeah, so check yeah. all that out. New stuff. Most important is the YouTube channel. I'm I'm getting a few subscribers in slowly. They're trickling in. But if anybody who's listening, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube page, please, please do that for us. That would really help us out a lot. And we're trying to get to a, uh, there's a, there's a certain point where when you have enough subscribers, you can have a URL and a URL is going to help us out a lot with getting our name out there a little bit more. So if you could help us out with that, that would be awesome. And, uh, yeah, let's get on with our regularly scheduled podcast. Yay! Um, so this Donald Duck game, um, was originally a, uh, a thrift shop game. And I don't know, I picked it up probably for two, three bucks tops. 
we reviewed it well we played it a little bit when we did our big thrift shop game marathon a few months ago and it was so much fun that i wanted you to play it too and i wanted to play it all the way through sure and so today we got a chance to sit down and play it all the way through in one sitting and well kind of kind of one day (laughs) and uh yeah that's kind of what we're talking about so um the basics of Donald Duck, it's developed by Ubisoft, and it was originally released for the PS2, which is the version we played, and the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance, the GameCube, the Dreamcast, the Nintendo 64, the PlayStation, and Windows. <laughs> so, I mean, it's out there. I can't say I've ever seen this game. <laughs> if they've made so many renditions of it and ported it out to so many different systems, I, why haven't we seen it? I can't imagine this game on a freaking Game Boy Color. I can't either, but I kind of want to see what it's like. <laughs> I want to know. Um, <laughs> it was released in October of 2000. So, I mean... It's 18 years old. Yeah, it's 18 oh my years old. I know, it's insane. Um, I actually would really like to see this on the game or the Nintendo 64 because it really feels like a Nintendo 64 game. It kind of feels like um, Crash Bandicoot a lot. Uh, Yeah, a little bit. I think more so than like Spyro. I think it's really Crash Bandicoot, you know, very linear level design wise and the way it's it's built with you have like rooms which are worlds the rooms, and then each room has, like, its own separate level, and it, there's, like, four separate levels in each room, plus a boss. So, I don't know, it's it's built very much like uh, Crash Bandicoot, I think. So, yeah, you can kind of get an idea of what this game is like from that. Um, the story is... It's very basic. Oh, yeah, it, it's totally basic, but it's, like, it's there, and it's, yeah. it's very much there, aside from the intro. The intro, when you first boot up the game, it plays the intro, like, story, and then once you start the game up, you don't see it again. So if you don't get it when you're sitting there watching the boot up, then you miss it altogether. But the story is Donald, um, Galdstone, and... Gyro are watching TV. Gyro, Gyro, Gyro. No idea. Gyro. I don't know. I don't care enough. Um, are watching Daisy on TV, who is a news reporter, and she's reporting on this mysterious temple of the evil magi- magician Murdoch. Murloc. 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 Why did I say Murdoch? I don't know. That's, that's from something. That's gorillas. Oh yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> the evil magician Murdoch. <laughs> I knew he looked familiar. <laughs> oh man! But in in the midst of her doing the, the story yeah. on on him, he captures her, and then it's up to Donald and his friends to go and rescue her. And I think Goldstone. Is kind of um, it's Gladstone. Gladstone. By the way. I. I'm Gladstone. Uh, the, <laughs> the thing is, they they say their names, but you don't really pick up on it. You I know, think I'm saying Donald. Okay, we're saying Donald. Okay, <laughs> but the thing is, is they didn't mention their names. Oh, they did say it. Like you could see it in the text, but yeah. for one thing, you just didn't hear it very much, and you didn't know who these people yeah, were. Yeah, I never heard of these other guys so, before, other yeah. than Donald. So yes, it's it's Gladstone and Giro, Gyro, however you want to pronounce Giro, probably that. Probably Giro. I mean that makes sense. Murloc and yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so anyway, <laughs> Gladstone is kind of this, like, I think he's also in love with Daisy or something, because I think he goes out to uh, find her also, but Donald really is the hero of the story. Um, Giro is more the tech nerd who helps Donald get from place to place, and their goal is to collect all the bits and pieces of the like teleport turbo teleport, teleport. system <laughs> um, in order to track down Murloc and find and rescue Daisy. So in the meantime, because he doesn't have all the parts, Donald has to go to all these worlds to find all the parts to get the machine working. And when they finally do get the pieces together... Um, Donald goes to confront Murloc and rescue Daisy. I mean, essentially, that's that's pretty much all. Rescue there is. the princess. Yeah, yeah, essentially. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for story. <laughs> I mean, I there's I had one. Like each <laughs> each world had its own boss, and each boss kind of had like a cutscene to it, where it didn't really have a whole lot to do with the story except. For the fact that you've gotten your tool, your your part for this machine, mm-hmm. and you get to move on to the next world. Um, plus the, what's his name? Gladstone is there, and every time he finds a nickel, which I assume has something to do with his, like, character, character yeah. design, like, backstory, other than what what we've played in this game. I don't know anything about him, so yeah, I mean, not, I'm sure not, I'm sure someone out there is like, yeah. why did he call him Gullstone? I I don't understand. Gullstone. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean that's that's really that's it for story. I mean, I'm glad that there was story. I mean, there, well, there yeah, was something it makes, there. It made everything. Everything made sense. It, it was cute. I think if you knew the characters more and. I mean, we were really speeding through the game. Like, oh, yeah. there was points that we were just skipping dialogue because, or accidentally skipping whole scenes. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. You know. But I think that this game was supposed to play out kind of like a Donald Duck cartoon would, where basically it's just a random scenario. Donald Duck does stuff, and sure. then you know Daisy's safe at the end. I don't think that it's meant to be like a full. In- you know yeah <laughs> engulf story it's really just like supposed to play out like a cartoon tv show would my only problem with this story is for one thing i thought that the introduction being because you know the intro to a game is kind of like a mini trailer if you will and for that to be the main like introduction like if you didn't have it when you started the game up like i i didn't like that cuz we didn't watch it yeah i know <laughs> we didn't know we just assumed that you would hear the whole thing again cuz that is also common that's yeah i really thought that that's what would happen um and then of course you know some of these characters like you know who donald and daisy duck is for the most part but i didn't know the other ones yeah i knew huey dewey and louie yeah but, yeah you they know, were there i don't know it it wasn't bad. I gave it a 4 out of 10. I would have given it a 5, but because I didn't like how it was... I just those little things, like, you know, I just... I felt like I missed out on the story a bit. The delivery was... It was just a tiny bit sloppy. Agreed. I gave it a 6. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it really is just because... The amount of story that was there made the game feel like I was doing something important. Um, but 
I, I mean, I agree that there wasn't a whole lot there, but I didn't feel like that it, it really was missing a whole lot. I mean, it was just, here you are, you're doing this thing, go do it. You know, it was it was basic and straight to the point, but it, it did its job. I suppose. Well, I think for me, then, like, that's kind of where I was coming from. I would have given it a five, but because it didn't quite meet that expectation, yeah, it sure. was a four. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. For real. So, um... Let's just move straight into graphics. I'm done talking about the story. <laughs> um, the graphics were kind of Nintendo 64-ish. They might have been a little bit better. Definitely more towards like the PlayStation era of gra- graphics. Um, I don't really know how to compare this to the other ports of the game because I haven't played the other ports of the game. But for me, I gave it a 6. I thought it was a little bit better than basic graphics. Um, they did have cutscenes, which was which I thought yeah, was yeah. Kind of they had like decent like cutscene, like cinematic cutscene. Yeah, and they really did look like cartoon yeah. quality cutscenes. Yeah, they. I mean, they really stuck to the Disney aesthetic, and mm-hmm. they kept through it consistently. Um, I liked the silly animations that Donald did. His like booty dance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I thought it was really good for for its time and all that stuff. I had some problems with how cluttered some of the levels got, were. Yeah, because yeah. it, it got pretty intense in some of them. And then there was the um, like the lava started getting boring to look yeah. at after a while. Well, when you spend 90% of your uh, gameplay in like two levels. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> um, for me, it fell short with uh, well, I guess that's more gameplay. I was going to say that the monsters were just reskinned, but I guess that's, I don't know. It's kind of both. Like, it's nice that they had, they had very similar monsters in each uh, section, in each world, but they were, like, reskinned. It was, like, the yeah. same, the same, like, type of monster. They just were di- a little bit different in each Some one. Some of them, but not a whole lot. Like, the worlds, maybe they kept their same monsters and just added something different to, like... Because, like, you had the voodoo dolls that... Yeah, that was a unique one. Um, But, like, each world had its own unique set of monsters. Right, but, I mean, they were, like, the same monster, really. Like, like the... The Frankenstein guy. He was the Frankenstein guy... But he was really just a big enemy that walked around. Where then you go into like the very last, like the temple spot, and they had the like big mummy guys, and it was really like yeah. the same guy. It was just reskinned, you know, to look a little different. I don't know, but I mean, they it looked- was completely. Oh different. yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's what I was gonna say. It's kind of gameplay. It's kind of sure. not like they used the same the same ideas, just reskinned and and you know made to fit the level better. I really felt like this was very clean, mm-hmm. graphic-wise. You didn't have, like, you know how polygons well, tend to intersect with oh, another. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't have a lot of, like, glitchiness or anything. I thought it was pretty pretty well cleaned, as far as that's concerned. I thought that it looked very good, like a cartoon would. Right. Like, it, that. that's where I thought you were going with the clean look to it. Like, it really does look like you're playing a cartoon, um, not like a hand-drawn cartoon, right? More like CG. you know the new <laughs> yeah. 3D animated cartoons that they have now. But I mean, it really does look good. Um, I mean, for 2000, what eight? What was it? 2000. 2000. Oh my, yeah, yeah, totally. It's it's not bad, not bad looking. 
So yeah, I gave it a six for graphics. Um, I gave it a five. That's not bad. Um, gameplay. Uh, we usually spend the most time on gameplay, and we camera. probably will again now. Camera. So many, so <laughs> many problems. So many problems with, with the camera angles. Oh my god. The camera angles were tough. The controls weren't too bad, though. You to, there was a learning curve. For there sure. definitely was. Um, they had these like special moves. That we never used, though maybe the game would have been a lot easier had we used maybe. the special moves. I don't know. We didn't don't even know. know what they really did. Yeah, and it was that's... just like, okay, so each world, you could get a special move. You had to collect the special letters. And to get to collect the special letters, you had to get so many um, gear coins in a row. And it was like, it was super easy to do in each world. But then when you get the special move... They don't explain what it does. It's just like, you can do this key combination and it does a special move. Yay. And there's no, like, information on it. You just can do it. So, I don't know what it was. I didn't try very hard to do it because I didn't want to have to learn the key combinations to actually perform the special moves. But, I mean, we got, like, maybe ten of them. I don't know how many there were, but... It's funny because I feel like I had a lot of problems with the gameplay because we struggled a lot. But I felt like for, the, for like the good that I've I've got here, like the it was challenging for one. Like you weren't yeah. it wasn't just a breeze kids game. Right. But then I felt like it gave you a decent amount of distribution of lives. Um yeah. you could try over the level it was like it didn't send you back to the world or, you know, your memory the card last time you to saved. load like, your memory card. It yeah. sets you over with the, the set of lives again, start the level over. There's it's very of, arcade like that. The the save points, like checkpoints throughout the game, I felt was fairly generous to sometimes. Sometimes it was generous and sometimes you were like begging for it. I don't know. I think I think the biggest problem with this game, um, gameplay wise, is the level design. I think the level design was just kind of like, oh, you want it to be more challenging? Well, let's just throw a billion enemies in one spot yeah. and say good luck, that you was... know? That was probably the worst. Like, between that and there were a few jumps that were kind of... Those, yeah. Like, they, they, sketchy like, on if you're going to land them or not. Like, we, you had to nail was, it just right. We were thinking there was tricks to it, and yeah. there really wasn't. It was just, you had to just do it right. You just had to do it, like, perfectly in order to make the, the jumps. Um, once we actually figured out some of the jumps and performed them enough times, it became, uh, kind of muscle memory to get yeah. those jumps in the timing right. But until we made it to that point, it was like, you progress so far and then you die in one spot. You progress a little bit further and then you die. And then you progress a little bit further and then you die. So it was like, you had to keep playing the same level over and over and over and over and over again. And then finally... Finally, you make it to a checkpoint, and then, and then you it's lose like all your lives. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to start all over again. So, oh man, there was... were times where we thought that we weren't yeah, going to do it. Within there definitely one day. was. It feels like the first level in each world it was the was hardest. The worst. Yeah. yeah, it really did feel that way. Aside from the last one, where the last one had like two really hard levels in it. But, yeah, it really felt that way. You know, I hated the hand-chasing games. You were really good at them, though. I was really good at it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't mind it. Even the boss levels. The only boss level... Like, you had to learn, like, the gimmick between behind the doing the boss levels. 
the only one I had a problem with with was the very last yeah, boss bit because it was just too. chaos. Yeah. It was just throwing everything at you to Again, make it, it goes difficult. Back, yeah, it goes back to the level design where they're just like, well, it, let's just make it more difficult by yeah, throwing everything it in It wasn't there. that it was mentally challenging or anything. It was just, there was just chaos. You just had to get lucky, You know, they kind of had a bit of each boss mixed into one. Right. Where you had multiple enemies where he split into the four had multiple enemies um you had the holes like in the second mm-hmm. one you had um the the like wave thing in yeah you know the magician or the, the haunted mansion yeah. place you had that that wave yeah um you had oh and then you just had like random objects that you had to avoid so it was like they kind of tried to mix and match the all the, of boss the boss fights yeah. into one all that you learn to, to make it seem like it's more difficult but really again it was just kind of luck yeah luck plus trial and error you know eventually you kind of figured out well these are you know there's a couple sweet spots that you can hang out and not get hit by so much stuff um i noticed that the the final boss is kind of laid out in a grid so if you sit in the like middle of the four corners the 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 objects that get shot at you goes down the center of those those grids, I, uh, those blocks. So if you stand in like the four corners, you can avoid all of it uh, aside from like when the the blocks drop from underneath. Right. And then you have the lava, which as soon as you hit the lava, you're dead. So it's like re's trying every time you hit lava, and in the final bot or the final dungeon the final world (laughs) was all lava so every time you miss it was like instant death yeah that was very frustrating and then you had the problem with uh the haunted mansion one where you couldn't tell where the floors were. yeah that was terrible yeah i had a lot of problems with that but all that said it's like it's kind of balanced on good and bad again i gave the gameplay a six out of 10 i gave it a four really wow just because like i said it was getting to the point where we were getting really dejected and it took a lot of repetition and i mean it's like some of those levels you were really good at some of them i did really good at which was great but and then there was a few that it was like we both were like trying and trying and we had to like we had to like take a break to like my eyes were burning i think i'm gonna have a blister on my thumb tomorrow i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure of it yeah, um, I think that this game was not meant to be played all in one sitting. Oh, well, and that's the kind of the nice thing is that it shows that there's they they gave it when you beat the game, they kind of show that like there's more stuff to this game. Like you you beat the main storyline, but there's other things you can do, which was kind of nice because it's it adds replayability or at least continuation of. But again, I I don't want to look at this game again. <laughs> well, I I think what I'm getting at is because you're not supposed to play it all in one sitting. I think you know you're supposed to kind of master each level individually, sure. and in that slow mastering of each each level, then you slowly build up these skills to where the very end is super easy. But sitting down and just playing it all the way through made it a lot more difficult. And I was up for that challenge. I knew what I was getting into when we started because I had already played yeah. the first the first world uh, 
prior to this. So it's like I knew that it was going to be a little more challenging. I knew that it was going to be very platformer, which is not so much your forte. No. But, um, you know, again, as a kid, to have this game presented to me as a, here's your next thing that you're playing, I think playing it in, you know, the span of maybe two to three months would be fair. You know, but trying to sit down and play it in like five hours. Sure. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I guess for me, the type of person I am, I would have gotten tired of it and just stopped playing. Yeah. I mean, I kind of was getting to that point just in this play. And, you know, it's not like the story is that inviting to be like, you want to know what happens next, don't you? It's just like. The, well, the only thing I wanted to know what happened next was uh, our, us reviewing it, yeah, honestly. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready for it to be done. I was definitely ready for it to be done. Um, uh, we were a little thankful, though, that because um, you could see how many worlds you had. And it was the extra bonus worlds, thankfully, because we I think we both were kind of surprised when it was the end. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of was expecting something to happen after the final boss to be like, but wait, there's more, yeah. you know, and then you got to beat the last level and then you're done or the last world right. and then you're done. But I was really happy to see the end credits. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I happen to miss the, I don't know if it said the end. I'll have to rewatch uh, yeah, it. And I don't recall it, seeing but, it either. Um, I think we were busy sitting and chit-chatting Ch- yeah, with people with on the, the chat. So. Chats. Um, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's super, super cool to hang out and talk to people in the chat room. Like this game, it's kind of obscure, so not a whole. You know, people were probably getting into the stream just to see what the heck it right. was. Not so much like, oh my gosh, Donald Duck, I Go love this game. Quackers. Yeah, <laughs> this is my jam. You know, no, it, it was more just people were curious, and it's so much fun to sit and just have that conversation with people and to you know talk about what what we got going on and you know maybe add a few people to yeah. our uh, Zap Night clan if you will um so anyway uh let's move on to music four four agreed all i have written down is repetitive it was very was repetitive I, I only remember one it was dun 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 that's it that's all i remember i did enjoy how it was very cartoon style music and the one the like street one was kind of neat. Like, I don't even I, remember it. The second world. Well, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the oh, music. Oh, no. I, I don't either. I don't remember, like, the melody or anything. I just <laughs> remember thinking that it felt like a street cartoon. It had that atmosphere right. to it. And I, I really liked that. You know what I really liked in this was the sound effects. I loved a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the like, squeaky noises. I love the those sound of like little rubber duckies that they're squeezing. That the, this is the first boss. The first boss. Yeah, he's yeah. throwing chicken eggs and stuff. <laughs> little chickens pop out. And there's little stuff like that that was kind of that kept it, it from cute. being a one. <laughs> and you know, I don't know about the voice actors and stuff, but I thought it sounded spot on for. But it probably was the original voice actors. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean. It, it, it yeah, it sounds me. it sounds exactly like their voice characters in all the cartoons and in uh, like Donald Duck is in Kingdom Hearts. It sounded exactly like the Kingdom Hearts. You know, Donald it's Duck. funny because some of this reminded me of Kingdom Hearts. The a way bit. the way <laughs> that Donald jumps, yeah, and the way that he was kind of angry and the motions that he had. I don't know if it's because both Kingdom Hearts and this game 
uh, pull from the same source material. So they kind of have those movements. Yeah. You know, Donald, Donald by nature has those movements in the cartoons. So because they're pulling from the same source, they kind of have right. the same movements. <laughs> but it really does feel like the same character throughout the... You know, the, the TV just, shows, this video game, Kingdom Hearts. Just take one of these levels and do it as a mini game for playing as Donald. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the music wasn't terrible. It just, it was repetitive, very much so. The, what's sad is the boss music was the same in every world. Yeah. And I don't like that. I like my boss music to be like... <laughs> Especially the final boss. Right. I want the final nice boss to be cool. this epic fight or this, you know, you know, I understand it's a kid's game, it's a cartoony game, but still try try and make it a little more intense. As where the worst the worst thing about this boss fight was that there's fireballs flying everywhere. Uh, you know, as crazy as the last one was, the least they could have done was provided us with at least something different. Yeah. Music wise. I don't know. So overall score, I gave it a five out of ten. I gave it a five out of ten also. Where it was it was fun, but I wouldn't play it again. I think if you like platformer games and you like Disney slash Donald Duck, this would be great. Yeah. Like it's it's a nice casual if you want to try something new. I think it's fun for like kids who don't necessarily you know, their parents don't necessarily want them playing all of the like violent stuff or you know, something like that. You you want to give your kids a good game to just sit down and hang out and it's, you know something. Then this is a great game for that because there definitely is replayability in it. Right. Not that I want to, <laughs> but I, there, it's there. Like there's stuff to collect. We had um um. There's clothes that you can collect. Oh yeah. Where if you, you get make five, ten or, or ten, ten yeah, threads, ten of the threads that you get a new outfit. I have no idea what it was because we didn't get that many. I think we were close, but I don't know how many there were in each world. There's a lot of secrets in each world that you can collect. Yeah, they were kind of lame secrets. They though. were totally lame. lame. Uh, but Meh. there was also scores in each world or each level where you can kind of compete against like maybe your siblings. So like, yeah. oh yeah, well I did 400 in this one and you did 4,000 in that one. You know, I could see where there would be right. some competitive, you know, aspects to it for that. So that, that might be fun. I think this is a kind of game that if you grew up playing it, you this, would be like hardcore dedicated yeah, I, to it. I see this being a game that someone who's older would be like, Oh, I remember playing this. We should totally bust this out. I just, I don't know, it's not quite as iconic as, like, um... Other platformers. <laughs> uh, no, Banjo, or not Banjo, what's his name? Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. I don't think it's quite as iconic as Crash Bandicoot. Right. I don't think it's done quite as well as Crash Bandicoot, but it has a similar feel to it. It really does. It has a similar level layout where it's very linear. You can only really go one way. You never are like, oh, where do I go? <laughs> um, sometimes it's a, uh, how do I get over there? Yeah. But but it's you never know, you know, you never have any doubts of which direction you're going. Um, I do wish that it was a little more open world. Like the... Yeah. The... The Haunted Mansion one, really, you could go in all these different directions, but they didn't oh, open I know. that up. Oh, it was at driving all. me crazy. They had these, like, these hallways that were 
for sure wide open and yet you couldn't like just walk down the hallway to see what was there like why not i think the haunted mansion was the worst because it just felt like each each level in that world was just a continuation of the same haunted house i agree but i don't agree that it was the worst because i really liked the haunted mansion there was something about it that yeah it was tough but it was not tough the same way the lava one was tough see i don't know the only way i'd argue over that is if you had just said it was the city one (laughs) i thought the lava one it was harder but like i think there's only like one level that i felt like oh we're not gonna do this like the rest of them it just it took some more repetition to really get it down because yeah. like you did eventually feel confident enough to because at one point we were flying through oh, the yeah, first sections because, because you memorize right. the level design eventually you know it takes some time to build that up it's, but eventually you memorize the level design I and think then you really what it get is through it quick for me the lava one was not crazy chaotic like the city one absolutely oh was. yeah the city one was i think that one that was, was the worst. worst what's funny is the city one had the coolest like level design graphically but it had the like worst level design gameplay wise <laughs> it, was it was really mess. funny and they were doing stupid stuff liked, like trash cans I liked, throwing yeah <laughs> but i liked all the characters that were in there like the the jackhammer yeah. guy was was funny <laughs> The, um, saw the saw guy, guy that was, was ridiculous he was though. annoying but he was still funny <laughs> um i don't know i i don't know it's it, i i liked i liked the level i liked i i i have mixed feelings about the street one it drove us quackers it did yeah it totally did yep for sure so uh yeah is that it yeah. is that all we're gonna do it's insane well to be fair look at the score it's been given yeah, I got a 27 out of 50. I got a 22. That's a 49 out of 100. F. Womp, womp, womp. But. It, yeah, it just. It deserves it. <laughs> Unfortunately. I don't know, it's it's kind of sad because there are some really decent points about this. And it was fun at first. It really was. But would you would you suggest this to your friend? No. <laughs> no. Would you, I, if, if you had, if you had this copy sitting around and you were never going to play it again and you wanted to give it away, would you, I would you give think, it, you think somebody would find value in it? I think a little kid would. Like yeah. if I had a nephew or something at the right age, I, I think, would give it to I them. I think this would be a good game to have around for that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, but if I'm going to be recommending platformer games, this go, is not my first Super choice. Yeah. <laughs> Like anything Super Nintendo is better. Like you said, kind of like with Crash Bandicoot, like Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, like that that type of stuff, like the cutesy stuff, because that's kind of yeah. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. So yeah, nah, it's fun. It was still a fun game. I had a good time. It was tough. I you know we had some moments where we had to cry it out. (laughs) Yeah, there were tears shed. (laughs) I don't. If you think about it. It's almost 50 out of 100. That means half of it was bad and half of it was good. It, That's accurate. I suppose. It's absolutely accurate. But <laughs> it, but where the F comes in is the majority of it that was bad was really yes. bad. The good stuff wasn't as good as the bad stuff. I think if any game that was going to get an F that we've reviewed so far, this is perfectly acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I don't know if I would play Final Fantasy 1 over this. <laughs> Which also got an F. <laughs> Which also got an F, but... I don't know. It's. I wouldn't play either of them. They'll, they'll both sit on the shelf forever. <laughs> they'll collect dust. Yep. Sure will. So, uh, 
yeah, let's let's end the conversation for Donald Duck. Let's move on to our thrift shop game. Babysitting Mama. Babysitting Mama. Which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. But you know what? We put on a great stream when we played this game. So We were the best mamas. Babysitting Mama is a Wii game that this version... What, what did we say? Oh, it's 2009. No, 2006. Um, it... I bought this for $2.99 at a thrift shop. And then we found the baby. The baby. The baby. Oops, sorry, Kelly. Um, I got the baby at a garage sale for $2. And it said that it didn't have the game. So I'm like, well, great. I've already got the game. Well, it turns out that the game was inside the box with the baby. Because they never bothered to open the box to find the game. <laughs> It so, was well hidden. I don't even think you knew it was in no, there. No, <laughs> we well, we never took it open. Yeah. We never opened it up because we thought maybe they just opened it up from the back or something. But yeah, the game was still in there. It was still sealed. So yeah, if anybody out there wants a copy of uh, Babysitting Mama and has the baby, just let us know and we'll send it to you. I won't even charge you for it. We'll just ship it out. So let us know. First come, first serve, of <laughs> course. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was... It's funny. The the couple things about it. You have to put the Wii remote into the back. And then the um It's got a diaper. It's really cute. It has a removable diaper. You're not, too. You don't actually need to use it, but it's kind of a cute concept. I think you know, diaper. for kids. Yeah. But you put the Wii remote in the back and then you need the nunchuck to actually control all the stuff on screen. And What's funny is, is you don't really use the baby a you whole do, lot. You do a lot more much. with the nunchuck than you do with you the baby. You gotta like burp it though yeah. and swing it. There was a decent there amount of some. using it at least. They yeah. utilized it. Yeah. I think the best thing is to see two grown adults <laughs> sit and play with a baby sitting mama. Yeah. A plush I, baby. <laughs> I think it's so funny that the mama is the babysitter. The mama doesn't even have the babies. Yeah, I know. I know. Just, you're playing it's really babysitter. Funny. It's really funny. I uh, thought this was really like I said when we were streaming it. I really feel like this game is perfect for like moms who have like who already have a little like boy or girl who is expecting another sibling. Yeah, like a toddler yeah. who and, is expect who has a mom who's expecting. And like just to sit them down and be like, let's practice for yeah. when baby comes. We gotta practice. Yeah, I could definitely see that. That, for sure. I think that would be really cute. And it they were like, don't shake the baby. Yeah, they were very, don't very clear on stating to not shake a baby in any circumstance. I, I agree with the statement. <laughs> don't shake that the baby. That said, I think I did shake this baby a few times. <laughs> I felt like throwing the baby a few times. <laughs> the game the game is very basic. There's not a whole lot to do. Um a lot of the, the movements and stuff are, you gotta be very precise with the movements. Um, that makes it a little more challenging, but overall, I mean, it's it's just this, a simple game. This the, the idea is cute, like especially for the Wii, but I think these are most appropriate on the DS, like these types of mama games. Oh yeah, sure. The like cooking mama yeah. and that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, and really, I think this could have been executed just fine on the DS as well. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe not with the baby plush, but a lot of those like I don't know if it had a movement sensor or not, but it, it seemed like you know you, I you could do some of that stuff. I don't think you needed the baby for this. And in fact, it doesn't say anything on the game. It just shows you need the uh, the yeah. Wiimote and the nunchuck. So I mean, you can still play it without the baby. Yeah, probably. 
But what fun is that? Well, you can always have a baby and just tape it to the baby. Well, there you go. Yeah, just tape your tape, tape your nun or tape your Wii remote directly to, baby. to the baby's back. Just swing them around. Now I don't and shake shake the nunchuck in its face. I'm gonna go home and throw the Wii in my baby's diaper. There you just go. Swing them around. You might want to put the the Wii remote in a baggie first. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean overall, it, it was, was cute. It was a cute game. It was game. charming. The the Definitely mama talked cute. in a funny like Asian yeah. accent, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. I I wasn't expecting it. I guess I never heard mom the mama talk before. I hadn't either, and I don't. Maybe she does in other games, but I haven't played any of the other games, so there's that. But I I kind of thought it was cute. It was I liked really her little cute. accent. It kind of it it was annoying, but. I, I don't think I think when we all saw the Cooking Mama like games and stuff, we didn't have high expectations. Oh to yeah, begin for with. sure, for sure. <laughs> but this is definitely a really cute game. I can see a little kid playing. And our video is kind of awesome. So if you want to <laughs> check that out, go to our right now. You can see it on Twitch or on Facebook. We're gonna export it out to YouTube as well. So check our YouTube channel out and uh, watch us play Babysitting Mama, where me and Kaylee are babysitting mamas. Well, you were the babysitting uncle. That's true. <laughs> I was the babysitting mama. You were the babysitting uncle. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. It was fun. So, uh, what are we playing next? We're playing Harvest Moon. We are. Magical Melody. We've been playing it now for about a month. I have four episodes up on YouTube now. Um, I'm planning on doing quite a bit of... Uh, playing of Harvest Moon within the next couple weeks. I have a really busy September scheduled, so hopefully I'll we get can, you through it. I'll hopefully, get you through it. in the next in the next couple weeks, I can play a lot more of that. Um, so watch, follow us on Twitch. We'll be posting on our Facebook page when I go live, so you can check that out. There was an episode where Kaylee joined in over the phone, so that was really yeah, fun. Was fun. Where we got to sit and chit chat about what we were doing on on the stream. Um, so maybe we'll do that a couple more times. Um, maybe we can get Kaylee to show off her game. Yeah, I think she a has a pretty bit. impressive farm. Not, not crazy impressive. Uh, I bet it is. It's... I'll bet if I've, if I know anything about your Animal Crossing. <laughs> well, if, it's not that impressive. If your, but... if your farm in Harvest Moon is even like a quarter of your Animal Crossing, <laughs> then it is spot on. <laughs> oh man all right guys well thank you so much for watching this episode um if you have any feedback for us please send us an email uh zapnightgaming at gmail.com love comment, to hear from you comment on facebook comment on facebook Twitters. twitter youtube the instagrams yeah we are everywhere so please let us know you're out there and enjoy your month and we will see you again next month bye, bye.